You are now listening to Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another... Let me stop saying ladies and gentlemen. Somebody called me out on that. What's going on, you motherfucking lusties? It's CEO <laughs> Hayes in the building. This is Love, Lust, and Badass. So I'm joined by my co-host, my partner in crime, my ace boom coom. It's ladies in the building. What's going on? Looking all good and shit. I see you with your face all beat and shit. Like, what, you got a dick appointment after this recording? No, not, no. (laughs) No. I mean, I'm just, I got to ask. But you got that ponytail slick back like you ready for a fight at the same time. So, like, you got a few things going on right now. I see you. Hey, look. It's not true that girls that wear weave don't have hair, okay? Because I got to hang time over here. You got got a little bit. You got a little bit. I see you got that forehead exposed though, but it's all good. Cute girls got big foreheads. I'm about to say, you know, you know, I have a thing for forehead, so that wasn't even a, a this uh, really. Actually, uh, I had no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, it's, it's no, I I do not shame the big foreheaded women. I feel like my personal experience, women with big forehead have the best pussy anyway. So it's it's all good. That's my theory. Yeah, I keep hearing that. <laughs> it's, so, listen, it's funny you say that because I, I swear I was the first motherfucker saying this and people used to be like, you and this this forehead theory you got. And I'm like, in my personal experience, anytime I've smashed a chick with a big forehead, it's never been bad. Now, maybe she was she was crazy, but it's never been bad sex, though. Hmm. We're going to have to do a poll on that on our good old Twitter. There you go. We'll see about it. But uh, what's going on? How's your week been since the last recording? What's What's been going on with you? Uh, not too much. Mama had a slight health scare, but she's all right. Um, but other than that, nothing. Got new inventory for Lady Haven. I hung some stuff up today. Y'all can see a little bit of the background. Like I'm showing a little more of what's happening in here. I'll probably go live. Um, to show all the new stuff, but nothing, just ordering stuff for the business, checking on mama, and getting ready for today. That's How about up. you? What you been doing? Man, listen, I've been, uh, I, I, I put, so I had this episode topic for The Awakened Soul that I like tweeted out before I recorded or whatnot. And little did I know the response to that shit would be what it was. Like the fact that so many people hadn't heard the concept of a Sigma male before blew my fucking mind. And then, like, the response to the episode from men specifically, you know, usually with The Awakened Soul, like, most of the feedback that I get, like, I, I let me not act like I don't get feedback from men, but, like, some of the louder and more detailed and deep conversations about my content come from women, usually. Um, the men will just be like, oh, that was good. That was a great episode, bro. You were talking your shit and move on. Women want to get in detail about, like, my thought process and, and you know, the, the content itself. But this one... The men, I tell you what, my brothers are showing up on this episode, and it's really been most of my day has been responding to feedback from that episode. So it's it's been a really really good day for me. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. I didn't expect it. Normally, I listen to your episodes like as soon as you tell me you dropped it, but I haven't had a chance today. So I'm definitely, you know, as soon as I leave here, I normally re-listen to this, and then I'm gonna go back and listen to your episode. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. I appreciate you, and I always appreciate your support. I want Brian to listen to the episode. I'm going to have to message him. I really want Brian to listen to the episode, because I think, uh, from what I know about my brother, he's going to get something out of it. So I'm going to have to holler at Brian. Mm-hmm. 
the good brother of of Love, Lust, and Badass. So he's he's an official affiliate of Love, Lust, and Badass. So like we're gonna have to bring him back. <laughs> he's gonna but, love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got some topics this week. This this episode, I feel like, is going to be a really good one. You know, the last time I told you, I just got a feeling about this one. Love, love, lust, lust, and that's all. this one specifically for one topic when we get into the John the Con shit but before we get into that we got to talk about something that I you know I, I said we were going to talk about this week and it's piggybacking off of last week's episode of the Awakened Soul because someone had mentioned you know how I'm super funny here and and they even labeled it more personable which I still think I'm personable in the Awakened Soul but they basically wanted to talk about the fact that I'm able to flip back and forth between being super serious and intellectual about being funny and it got me thinking of this topic of duality, right? And I think everyone has it. And this is why you shouldn't paint people in a box. And for people to, to like, it kind of, let me not say it offended me, but it caught me off guard that people thought like, oh, because I talk real intellectually on the Awakened Soul that my ass can't be funny too. What do you, what do you think about that? When it comes to you per se? Duality in or- general. So, so duality in general, people having different sides to them. Listen, I'm a Gemini, okay? I hear the whole two sides, the good side, the evil side all the time. I'm used to duality. I, you know, it's just who I am. But I feel like everyone has that. It's not just a Gemini thing. Like, everyone can be serious. Everyone can be funny. Everyone can be just all different types of sides to them. Like, there's no one-sided person ever. So, I mean, it is what it is. People just... Have different people bring out certain sides of you. So if you don't see a certain side of someone, it's probably because they might not feel comfortable with you in that specific space. Um, but if you know them enough, then maybe you will see all sides of them. Yeah, and I think I think it's important that like every side of you isn't needed in every situation, right? It depends on the exactly. and not even necessarily the people. Because you know, I have a different opinion. That I don't I don't think different people bring different things to you. I think different people deserve different sides of you and maybe they can't take it. But I'm me regardless. But still with that, it's like in every scenario or in, in the environment, you don't necessarily need like the content that I cover on the Awakened Soul isn't the easiest, right? It isn't the shit that always makes people laugh so because of that you don't always get that side of me that's why i am glad i have love lust and badass so that's why i am glad i have the film frequency because it, it's it you get to see both sides of me through that but i think when you paint somebody in a box um and think that they're just one thing you miss out on the full spectrum of people people aren't monolithic right people aren't just one way all the time sometimes and this is this got me into like a deeper a deeper subject or whatever or thought process is that this is why some men feel like they can't be their full selves around certain women and then those women end up hating that they're not getting the side of them but they haven't made the man feel comfortable enough to be that like 
to paint somebody in a box, somebody like me especially, because motherfuckers know I'm crazy. I refer to myself as Cordero and Hayes as two different people. If you don't, if you don't expect duality from me, I don't know what the fuck you paying attention to. But outside of that, like, it just as this being a relationship podcast and stuff, it just made me think about how important it is to make your your partner feel comfortable to be all sides of themselves. And I always say, like, for me. I need yes. to be able to feel like I can take my armor around off when I'm around the person that I'm with. I don't need to be. I need to be able to be a mixture of Cordero and Hayes, and and I almost said my middle name. But I don't need that out there. But a mixture <laughs> of all that shit, and just and just let it be. And I think you know when you when you act like like if I if I can't cry around you, I don't want you around me. Like that's this is my the way I feel at this point. Not necessarily saying that I cry a lot because I don't, but if I do feel the need to, I don't need to. I, if I have to have the thought of, damn, should I really let them see me cry? Then that just tells me that you're not somebody that I need to be around. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, I think that's one of my. I don't know if I want to say it's a fear. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word, I'll use that. Like when it comes to relationships. Like, the person not being able to take every side of me. Because I'm... Sometimes I could be a dumb blonde. (laughs) Sometimes I could be an old lady. Sometimes I could be a hood rat. Sometimes I could be quiet. Sometimes I could be, like, real stern. Like, there's just different sides that everybody can't take that. And I got criticized for that a lot from my last relationship. So I'm, like, super, super duper careful now. Like what I bring out around certain people. But yeah, good point. It makes good, sense. Good. That makes sense. Um but uh that's it. Unless you have anything left on duality or like be you you said it and I kinda got you off of do you cause you know me better than most and and you've actually been around me in person. Like did it surprise you how different how the different sides of me when they come out? Like I know you said at one point like you were surprised by just how quiet I can get. What do you what do you think? Oh my God, in person, you are damn near a mute. Like, to the point where I was like, dang, did I do something to him? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, I started questioning myself. But it wasn't until we had the conversation later on where you was like, well, I, I just feel comfortable around you. I didn't feel like I had to entertain you. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. But I was like, damn, why are you so quiet? Like, I, at that point, I felt like I, I knew... I got to know more of you from recording than I had in person, and that was odd to me. So I couldn't, like, wrap my mind around why do I know more of him from speaking on the show than speaks to him in person. It made me it made me think about some things. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> ass. <laughs> no, I mean, but I, but I truly do understand it because it's, um, like, and... <laughs> Because I am all over the place. Let me just because I I very often in real in real life I'm quiet, especially the first couple times I'm around somebody because I'm watching, right? I'm I'm looking, I'm observing, and um. But I said it before. I think I've told you this before. Like my the people who know me for years have always described me as serial killer quiet. Michael Myers, like I'm in and I'm out. Like you won't even know I'm around, but I didn't seen it all. Um. But if you get yeah. if you get me in the right situations, like especially when it's in my house, like in my home, because that's my safe space, I'm extremely quiet. Like it's it's different um, when we're out and about. Like I I'm more talkative there. But like especially in my house, people who meet me first in my house, I really I would love to get a, a peek inside their brain because it's like they're probably like this nigga does not fucking talk. 
<laughs> you would have been pissed off at me. I would have was like, you wouldn't have been friends with me after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because I was thinking a whole lot of shit. Like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> That is hilarious. Uh, but moving on from that, let's get off that. Uh, I've been exposed enough. Let's talk about this John the Con. This is the homework that I gave you from last week's episode. Oh, my God. So, we, so this, just to set the premise and the basis of this YouTube channel, this woman, I forgot her name. Lord, forgive me. Um, she was engaged. She got engaged to this guy. Uh, who has she been dating? I think she said at two, it was two or three years at that point, right? And turns out, like, everything she found out about him was a lie. He was dealing with other women. The ring that, that he bought her was fake. Uh, where he yeah. worked and where he was in his career was a lie. Uh, his past with, like, his exes and his family, yeah. everything was a lie. So he basically fabricated his whole existence, but he was able to maintain that fabrication. And this is why I tell people all the time, like, the people who have, like, the, the thought of, well, I'm going to make them wait six months or whatever. Listen, a nigga will keep up a lie for years. If this doesn't prove okay. it, women, you got to, like, that six-month shit, a nigga who's determined that don't mean shit on shit. But this nigga kept up this facade, and she started a YouTube channel to talk about her experience. And then mm -hmm. as she's doing this, more women are coming out. Some women are coming out about different stories that they went through similar with other men. But there's a lot she found out about other other women he did this to at the same time he was dealing with her. What do you make of all this, Tia? First of all, it was very entertaining. I could not cut it off. <laughs> like, I stayed up. I told you, I stayed up and binge-watched it to, like, yeah. 2 in the morning. Um, it was four parts, and then she has two other parts where another lady came in and told her story about some pastor that's there in Columbus that was doing the same thing. Um but she made a very good point. One of the things she said was that um, she said she had a tumultuous year in 2018, um, I think before she met him. And then um, like she done she she did her inner work and she was like, if I had not done the work on myself, like this man literally would have broke me. Like I would have went crazy. I would have went to jail. I would have killed him. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you think like. Yes, it was fucked up. Yes, I'm like she's still hurting from it. Like she did a video. I think the latest video was a week ago, um, yep, and she's still like, yeah, she's still healing from it and everything. But she's like, you know, if I really did not know myself and take that time after my last relationship prior to him to like do my inner work, I would have been a total wreck, like a total wreck. And that is that is a very good point because. Listen, if you are not, if you don't find happiness within yourself and you don't realize how great of a person you are and what you bring to the table and what you have to offer, anybody, whether it's a friend or somebody of the opposite sex in a relationship form can come in and just screw your head all up. Um, the other lady that she brought in that told her story about another guy, she had three boys and she wanted to commit suicide. Like she almost jumped into a train track with her family around her because she was so tired of all the stuff that this preacher <laughs> was putting her through. And it was just so sad. It's so sad to see women go through that. But then it's like, how do you, besides discernment and trusting your intuition, because like you said, a lot of guys can keep up with the facade for so long, and I don't mean to rant, but how can you tell like if it's real or not? 
this man had her friends come in on the engagement party. Mm-hmm. They helped give money for the engagement party. Um, this woman knew his sisters had access to his parents, his son. Like, it definitely looked real. Like, if you're in it, I can see how it can be real. But it got to a point where he started, like, slipping up on his lies and she started catching shit. Um, But not everybody catches stuff. So it's like, as a man, what signs can you give a woman to, to know if it's real or not besides having discernment and intuition? I, I mean, it's kind of hard to give that answer without discernment because that's the key. Like, without discernment, you can you can you you can be looking at something that's red and somebody be telling you it's blue and you gonna believe them. Like, and I think, and I hate to ha- say like you have to have a pessimistic mindset, but you have to you have to call people out on their shit, right? And even if you catch somebody in a white lie, you have to call them out on that white lie because. It's a white lie. They could have easily forgotten. They could have misspoken. Like, it's not, it's not always malicious. But how they react to that is going to tell you a lot. And I think that that's maybe. If we're not talking about discernment, that's maybe. It's watch how they react to certain things. Watch how they react to you asking questions about their past, about their family, about whatever else. If you're not around their family. Like, if you haven't met their family, or if you do and they're all kind of looking at you like, girl, like... You you need to kind of pay pay attention to the signs. The thing is, and I always say this, is like... People have very a lot of different masks they wear in the public. But if you pay close enough attention, you can see the cracks in those masks. And sometimes those do show the form in white lies. So sometimes it shows the form of just inconsistency in general. You know, I've told you before, I hate the way the inconsistency has been used nowadays. But really, when I say inconsistency in this 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 point, I mean like inconsistencies in, in stories about their last relationships and and are stories about just their life in general. If they're always embellishing, if they always talk about things from the standpoint of that it makes them seem like they're the perfect person or the perfect man. You know, we talked about it on this week's episode of The Awakened Soul, not even to plug that, but like with with fake alphas that I talked about on there. Like fake alphas are really good at making it seem like they're doing something, right? They will point and talk down about the successes of other people or highlight things that people around them are doing without really talking about what they're doing. It's very much the same thing in a relationship. If people keep saying, perfect sign of this, if people keep saying to you, oh, you know I would never. No. No. (laughs) No, no, no. What do you think about all that? I know I just threw a lot out there. I kind of ranted a little bit. See, it's, it's like, I feel for the women, but I couldn't, because I, I was trying to think, like, because I shared the link with a bunch of my female friends, mm-hmm. and I wanted, I shared the link because I wanted us to start a conversation about it, and I know one of the questions was going to be the same I asked you, like, you know, how can you tell? And being a woman that is very big on intuition and discernment, I think I would have been able to tell, but I wouldn't know how to tell someone else mm. what to out for. Yeah. Because for me, it's more of a, I want to say a spiritual thing as opposed to like a old check for this and check for that and do this and do that, especially if the person seems to be perfect. Um, I don't know. It's just a very weird story. Like, you guys should definitely go 
check out John the Con and spell it J-O-N the Con because I was spelling it the other way and I couldn't find it. <laughs> J-O-N the Con. And just tell us what y'all think about it because the shit is crazy. Like, I never understood, and this is kind of sidetracking a little bit, but he did these women so dirty that a lot of them contemplated suicide. And granted, I've had my share of, like, bad relationships, but I have never felt so bad or had a piece of person treat me so bad to the point where I wanted to kill myself. Like, I don't know how women get from I deserve better mm-hmm. to I should kill myself. Especially when Definitely. you got kids. Like, what... I would love to figure out like what that thought process is. Because I, I don't been shit in life and I've never ever thought about, especially when it came from a man. Like I'm not killing myself because you don't know how to act. So I don't I don't understand how you got from one extreme to the other. And I, I think I think for people who don't who've never known true unconditional love, right? For people who had parents that maybe are not affectionate. They came from families that didn't, you know, that that were, had weird connections or whatever. If you don't know unconditional love, and if you think you find it in somebody, and then you find out that it was all a lie and it gets ripped away, I can understand why somebody would contemplate. And But you are somebody who you've known unconditional love. You have you had your parents, your mother, your sisters. Like, you've known it, right? And I and I have too grown up, and I could never imagine not knowing what what real unconditional love is like. Uh, but but yeah, I, I I think that definitely plays a part in. It. Now, something else I want to ask you before we get off this John the Con YouTube page thing is that this the woman got sixteen videos out on YouTube right now, right? At what point does it start becoming all right, sis? You need to move on. And I ask you that as a woman because to me, I get it. I get the hurt, and she's she's clearly helped a lot of other women with it. And I get. And it, hopefully at some point her YouTube channel becomes more about helping women find that discernment or something. But at, at some point it's like, all right, sis, the dude then moved on. Like he's, and I think like there was a, there's actually a Facebook group too. Like he's moved on to the next chick who knows about all this and isn't tripping off of it. So like, at what point do you think is, is she needs to just move on? Like, do you, does it ever become like looking at it as a woman? Like, all right, now you're starting to do too much. What do you think? Um, I think it's still fresh. Um, because I think their last communication, if I heard correctly, was like early June, and it's only August. Um, so well, the first the first video was posted ten months ago, though. Because uh, I know she was still communicating with him. Oh wow! Once in a while. Okay. I don't know, like. I, there's really no time frame you could put on a broken heart. Like, if you feel like you need to do a video every day until you get over it, then mm-hmm. sis, do you, okay? Like, I can't tell anyone, like, what that time frame is. And if she's helping other people in the process and other people are helping her, then, you know, maybe that's therapeutic for her. So I can't say. Like, whatever she feel comfortable with, maybe... In the next year, she'll be over it, and it will get to a point where she's more so, like, helping women cope and giving them, like, steps to get over it as opposed to just continuing to tell her story. But I think part of it, too, like she said, she wants to help other women not go through it. I mean, even though he's on another woman now, 
like she said, he obviously had multiples at one time. So I'm sure that one woman ain't the only woman right now. So maybe if her videos help one of the others see it, you know, she could save a little hurt and a little money. <laughs> so who knows? Listen, that nigga had the, like, this is the biggest case of the false alpha ever. Like, do you see how he was dressed in some of that shit? Like, I know this is a complete side note and tangent. Like, fam. <laughs> That right there should have been a red flag because some of them outfit choices, it's like, look. Well, he's mm, older. Doesn't matter. That's, he makes it even worse. <laughs> Actually, it makes it he's a worse. very good-looking man. And, you know, I've always had a thing for older men. So, huh. he, he would have been somebody I gave my numbers to. But, you know, I am a woman that calls out BS, so he wouldn't have got too far with me. But. He, he was a decent looking man. That's how he get him. And like she said, like he was the kind of man that like he studies you. So he studied her on social media, like all of her likes. He he mirrors whatever you like, he becomes. And she but even see, said like they this is why therapy. This is why I always tell women, stop telling these men what your ex didn't do and you wish that they would do because all you're giving is people the blueprint to con your ass. I mean, but even then, discernment plays a role. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, for sure. All right, we're gonna Definitely go ahead. We're gonna plays a role. Yeah, we're gonna move. Into... You went to therapy. Did you catch that part? That they went to therapy together? Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, she told him what he needed, what she needed emotionally, and he like provided every little thing. So that was another way that he kind of looped her in. But yeah, we can move on. That was a mess. <laughs> Next, <laughs> man, that shit is sad. But uh, yeah, moving into the next topic. So you sent me a video on Instagram, and this reminded me of like you remember to catch a predator, like back in the early two thousands. Yeah. And I used to love mm -hmm. that show uh, because like Chris Hansen was funny as hell. But I love what they did and the purpose behind it. I've always said like um, people who fuck with children are the scum of the earth. To me, throw him under the jail. I ain't got no sympathy for him at all. And so in this video, like, this woman who's part of the Alliance Against Childhood Exploitation, they basically do the same thing as to catch a predator. They stage sting operations, and they have these, they catch these men talking to what they think are, uh, are young boys, teenage boys and girls on um, online, and they set up for them to meet, and then they come out and expose them. Um... So they're doing God's work, in my opinion, right? Uh, I don't know why To Catch a Predator ever stopped because I thought I thought they were doing God's work, and you know, hopefully the company that was behind that are still doing things. But my thing is, is more more hats off to them. I need, I would love to see more shit like this. Like get those motherfuckers off the streets. Now I know in some states they can't actually be prosecuted for something like this, but still expose their ass, put that shit online, get these motherfuckers the hell up out of here. What do you think? I love it. The only disappointing thing that I didn't see in the videos, I didn't see any officers there to take them in. <laughs> like, what is the point of catching them and exposing them if they're not going to get arrested is my thing. Like, okay, yeah, you put it on social media for the world to see because I think that video came from TikTok. But again, if you're not going to be in the space where they can be arrested and taken off the street so that they don't do it to someone else, then what's the point? Everybody's not on social media. Everyone's not going to see it. So how do you stop them? 
True. True. I think I think it's I mean cuz unfortunately we can never stop it. Like this shit is not it's not going to stop unfortunately. Um you can only do so much, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it takes a lot to set it up to be to partner with local law enforcement. I'm sure law enforcement has their certain criteria that they need to meet if they are going to prosecute after something like this. I can't remember exactly how it worked with the um, To Catch a Predator show. But, uh, you know, I think social media is the first step. Now, hopefully, they do get some notice and maybe some local law enforcement does reach out and want to partner to them. And I I don't need it televised. Like, I, I, I can give a damn. Like, yeah, I enjoy seeing it because I enjoy seeing motherfuckers get their, their just doing what they deserve for being creeps. But if to to just know that there is a group that's working behind to help stuff like this, I just I just think it's really good, man. I got kids, and you know how I feel about I don't I don't play about that shit at all. Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> but it's a good concept. I just wish that they do partner with law enforcement, maybe show law enforcement all the evidence they have from all the messages, agreeing to meet up, agreeing that the people knew what the ages were and all that, and just mm. turn it in and lock people up. It's the best way to do it. Lock them up. Sick motherfuckers. Um, mm? Man. Let's let's just move on before this shit get, pisses me off. We're going to move into the last topic for this, for today before we move into our topic of the week. And our the topic number three kind of got my mind on this, right? And I think we may have touched on this. I don't know. Me and you talk about so much. I don't know if we, like, talked about this personally or if it was on the podcast. But how would you feel about if somebody who you were interested in or considering dating ran a background check on you? In this day and age, I'm not opposed to it. I would do it myself if I felt I needed to, depending on who. Actually, mm-hmm. no. If if I was dating someone and I feel like I had to do a background check, I probably wouldn't talk to them no more. That's just me personally. But um, I do understand it. People are crazy. Like you said, people can put on facades for years and you not know what's going on. Um, people could be out of jail from messing with kids and you could have kids and not know what's going on. I think anybody who is a single parent um, that is dating needs to do one, period. Mm. I don't for nobody's sake. Preach. If you are going to get to the point where you're in my home with my kids and you have access to them when I'm not there, then yeah, I need to do a background check. Point blank, period. But um, I'm not opposed to it. If someone did one on me, I wouldn't be upset. I would just want to know. Like, you don't have to tell me before you do it, but at at least tell me at some point that you did it. I'm not worried because I don't have shit to hide. Like, ain't nothing on my background check, but I mean, I get it. Only thing they're going to find out on mine is is I beat up a couple niggas in my life. That's all they're going to find. I think they got expunged, though. So I may be good there. (laughs) I may be covered. Um, But no, I wouldn't be mad at all. just, just, Just a couple. Just a couple. Other ones happen overseas. That's not on my background report here, so I'm all good. Um, but I wouldn't be mad at all. Like, seriously, and, and like you said, this day and age and the times that we live in, women, like, it, for example, you heard about, I don't know if you heard it, but there was a story that uh, the, a woman left uh, her son with her uh, with her boyfriend who has she been dating for like three or six months. It was one of the two or not. And she came and he picked her up from work and her son was dead in the back seat. And he was what? like, baby, 
He's like, I, he fell down. He did it this. Like, he, he hurt his head. He's just back there sleeping. They go to the hospital. It turns out he was he had been dead for like three hours, and they found out that he had been molested. Like, you, like there are sick motherfuckers out here, especially, like you said, if you got kids, but also for your... Also, for your own safety, women, take your own safety very seriously. Fuck how that nigga feels. Because the way that I feel about it is that if somebody, if a man nowadays gets upset at the fact that you ran a background check on him, then that lets you know he's he, not, he's, he, he, he doesn't think of, he ain't shit. He ain't shit. There's too many stories about women being kidnapped, raped, murdered, everything else. For you not to understand and as a man, kids. yeah, and their children, especially if you have children. But even if you're single, you're you're at risk either way. If you're single and a and by yourself with no children, hell, you got just as much risk as some. You got to worry about yourself. But then if you you have the added layer, if you do have kids, now you got to worry about maybe they won't do nothing to you. But are these motherfuckers sick? Child molesters, like we like we talked about before. A lot of those people in the topic we talked about before were married men with children. X Y Z. You just never fucking know, man. You never know. Not to switch gears, but nothing pisses me off more than nonchalant women when it comes to their kids and dating. Like, these, some of these women meet these guys, these guys sweep them off their feet, and they just feel like these men will never do anything, are not capable of doing anything, they ignore all these red flags, and then their kid has been raped or molested or killed, and it's like, where the fuck were you? The whole time that you were dating him, I'm pretty sure he's shown you some size. If he will hit and smack the shit out of you, what makes you think he won't hit and smack the shit out of you, your kid? If he disrespect you talking crazy, what make you think he ain't talking? And why would you leave your kids with somebody that treats you like that? Oh, I don't understand it. I don't why would you continue? It. Women, in 2020, let's, let's, let's do this. Stop wasting your time and thinking that a motherfucker is going to all of a sudden learn how to talk right to you and, and love you right. If a motherfucker talks crazy to you, listen, I could disagree with people all day long. I could disagree with lady on this podcast. There's never going to be a time where I'm going to say, hey, bitch, or, 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 or even raise my voice at you. Like, I'm just not. Like, people rationalize shit in, their, in these heads when it comes to, the, to these men. Like, oh, he's just mad. I can understand he's just mad. Well, it was my fault. I probably shouldn't have come to him like that. Listen, fuck all no. that shit. No. <laughs> no, nigga, no. I can understand being mad. But even in being mad, it's just certain shit you don't do. There's certain lines and boundaries that you do not fucking cross. And the first minute somebody crosses it, you need to go. Period. And stop putting shit past people. This is 2020. I don't care how much you love somebody. I don't care how much you are into them and how much you think they are your one. Don't put nothing past no body not a soul well there you have it i feel like that's the perfect way to fucking end it there's nothing <laughs> left that needs to be said on that shit um we are going to get into the qu questions from listeners this week but before we do you guys know what we do we got to get the cookie of the week lady who's the cookie of the week this week, the cookie of the week is Miss Bossy Certified. If you want to follow her, it's at Bossy Certified. Um, it's spelled exactly how it sounds, B-O-S-S-Y Certified. And her name is Andrea. Uh, she is a DMV native. She also has uh, a business. She does events. And her events page is Simplicity Events. Um, it's 
also connected to her bossy certified page. So check her out. She does a lot of events. I think she actually does like two a week. She's really good. She's reasonably priced. She will definitely work with you. And she has things that people never really thought of before. Um, so check her out. She's really good. Bossy certified and um, simply events by Drea is her business page. And, and we'll since information. I- since I what? can't trust you to answer this question, I went ahead and checked out my fr- myself yes, first. And fellas, she does feet. have pretty feet. <laughs> she does have pretty feet. So there you have it. She, uh, the, the lime green toe thing she was rocking for a minute, on point. I can't even lie. So That's my little pedicure partner and my crab partner. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, she definitely got pretty feet. Um, <laughs> but that's it. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode. So make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses pod at gmail.com thank you we're back from break uh (laughs) and we got your questions from our listeners sent in this week uh this first one uh is going to actually be read by miss lady herself so go ahead lady take it away all right it's pretty long bear with me my boyfriend was in vegas with his ex and didn't tell me me and my boyfriend have been dating for about a year throwaway obviously uh yesterday i was looking for something i sent my boyfriend boyfriend or best friend I don't know um but since I upgraded my phone I went to find it on his so boyfriend um so right when I opened his phone I see I got a new message from his he got a new message from his ex-girlfriend Sarah asking what's up it was nothing else recent but when I scrolled up I found out that not only was she in Vegas with him when he went back to a trade show last year but they stayed at the same hotel and met up at least once So I confronted him about it today, and he tried to brush me off, saying it was just a business trip. I told him he should have told me that she was there, and he told me I was being ridiculous, and he wasn't going to check beforehand to see if any girls he slept with would be (laughs) anywhere that he was a smart ass. I told him to stop gaslighting me and tell me if he had ever... I honestly think this is a deal breaker for me, but maybe I just overreacted a little. But if it happened, if I happened to see my ex in Vegas and ended up hanging out with him in the same hotel together, I wouldn't try to hide it. Well, okay. So let me, this is one of the, so this kind of triggered me with something. Everything is not gaslighting people. Everything is not fucking gaslighting. Nor does it seem like he necessarily tried to hide it. He just didn't tell you. Now you can say that he lied by omission, but if he honestly was in Vegas for business, and he happened to run into her. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily had. I'm trying to think. If I was in a relationship, no, I probably would be like, guess who was here? And I would probably say that you only because. Would. No, I probably would. It depends. I probably would only because, if for some reason it ever came out that we were in the same place, I wouldn't want a question like this. I wouldn't want you to feel like you have to question it. So I probably would be like, hey, 
listen, I ran into such and such here. Weird as fuck. But it's I would say that just for... Just tell them. Yeah, yeah, that is why you should tell them. But but I'm saying from... I'm, I always try to play both sides. I, if it was insignificant to him and he ran into her and was just like, oh, well, I just passed her in the hallway and he didn't think about it and he went on about his business, his business trip and whatever... Then yeah, I, I can understand him not thinking about it now. The thing is, now she she says they they met, they met up. Now right. that's okay. Now that yeah. is where it gets into. That's a completely <laughs> yeah. That is a completely different thing because that's intent, right? You have to say to somebody, even if you just happen to run into them, and you said, "Oh yeah, let's catch a drink down downstairs at the bar." Listen, ain't no motherfucking way. If I'm in a committed relationship, ain't no motherfucking way. Now if I'm if we not committed, if we not exclusive. I don't give a fuck. You can feel the way you want to feel about it. But if we dating, dating, and some shit like that happens, first of all, I'm going to say, hey, I ran into XYZ. They asked if I wanted to go to a bar and catch up. How do you feel? Like, I... And if you say, hell, motherfucking no. But if you trust me, I would, I would think you'd be like, yeah, that's weird, but go ahead. Or whatever. You have an actual conversation about it. But for him to not disclose that at all, and he made the decision to meet up, bro, I can't even defend you here, man. I tried, bro. I tried. Yeah, definitely. As fuck. And the way that he responded so nonchalantly made it seem even more like he had shit to hide. First of all, if I'm in a committed relationship, if I run into one of my exes in Vegas, I'm not, like, I'll say hi, I'll stand there and speak for a second, but I'm not about to intently meet up with them later. Because I'm the type of person in a relationship, I'm not going to do nothing to my partner that I wouldn't want done to me. And I don't want to do nothing to my partner to where they even think it looks like something. So I'm not even going to put myself in the position to even have any of those kind of conversations. So I'll definitely tell you, like, yo, guess who I seen at the hotel today? Such and such was up there. Yeah. He asked me if I wanted drinks, and I was like, nah, I'm good. But it seemed like I would have left it at that. Like, meeting up, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that would be a deal breaker per se for me, but I would question a lot from there. Like he would ha- only have one more time to do something else sneaky before I'm like, all right, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but his response was a little too like kick rocks for me. Like it was. Eh. And I get that because like my thing is that if you didn't do anything if I'm trying to put myself in the shoes, if you ask me, like, let's say they came out and I didn't say anything because I didn't want you to have to worry about being insecure, X, Y, Z. And to me, it was just drinks to old friend, regardless if she was an ex or not. But then if you ask me flat out, have you cheated on me? I'm going to say, no, I did not cheat on you. Should I have probably told you? Okay. Yeah. I, I take the heat for that, but I'm not going to brush it off because if you brush it off, you're all you're doing is telling that you're leaving that person with their own thoughts. And if it, to me, if you're if you're comfortable leaving somebody with their own thoughts in a committed relationship, that either means that whatever the worst thing they can think is either not as bad as what actually happened, or you know it's going to shatter them. That's just my personal opinion. Sometimes you just got to rip the battery off. Yeah, you don't give a fuck what it is. I always tell people I'm I'm a thinker and I'm an analyzer. You cannot leave me to my own answers. Because that shit would drive me crazy. <laughs> and not that I go to the extreme, but I, again, I'm a Gemini, so I look at every possible scenario. And I'm going to ask you, flat out, like, what did you do? Why you respond like that? 
I'd be like, I just, I just like let her tickle my balls a little bit. Oh my god, <laughs> no! <laughs> like, why you feel like you ain't have to say nothing? Why you carry it when I asked you about it? Like, you acting real guilty right now, and I don't appreciate that. So you must have did something. What's her, I, I, I can't. I couldn't do it. Would you have if texted he her? Responded, um, if that was the first instance from him of me questioning his loyalty, no. But if that had been like a, like the second, third time, I probably would have hit her up like, yo, what did y'all do? Like, it's fine. I'm not mad. Like, just tell me what you did. And I would just go from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. See, I'm, and I, I, I guess because, like, for me, the, again, the not communicating it part is the problem here. But if we're just talking about just seeing an ex and having drinks, like, there's, there are so many people that are technically... I guess would be looked at as exes for me that we may be fucked once or twice like back in the day and we've legit had a friendship for longer than we were ever fucking. So for me, it, it yeah. but I would still say something. I would still say something just so you know. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah. All right. All right. So we're moving on from that one. Let's get into the second one that we got for today. Uh, this one is I'm involved with the wife of someone in the military and I want to get out. How do I do this while avoiding physical injury? Well, shit, nigga, you should have thought about that before you started fucking somebody's wife. Shit. Um, <laughs> so this email starts off with, before you start, yes, <laughs> yes, I know I'm a piece of shit, but I'm trying to get out of this situation because of how guilty I feel and how wrong it is to do what I'm doing. A while ago, unknowingly, got into an emotional affair with my best friend. Her husband is three states away, going through technical training in military. I had buried feelings for her and didn't intend to get... Uh, to get connected but it happened she already had an emotional affair and confessed she was lonely so i tried to keep her company her sisters knew that we had been spending nights together but at that point we weren't doing anything eventually there was mutual masturbation and i went down on her first of all why are grown people jacking each other off like just fuck but nonetheless <laughs> um <laughs> she wants to come clean and ask her husband for an open relationship and keep me i on the other hand do not want to want him to know about this and come after me i told her that if she told i told her that if she told him i guess it was in that if her husband finds out he will never let me see her again so she soon changed her mind and said she wants to keep our meetings a secret we started having sex a little under two weeks ago and this makes me feel guilty i'm not as much of a man as i thought and i can feel no joy from having sex with a married woman i want to stop but i know stopping means she confesses and i'll have to deal with her husband i need a way out of this it doesn't result in her husband beat my ass is there a way out first of all not to offend anyone he sounds like a white man oh my <laughs> jesus definitely sounds like a white man and not a black man <laughs> just by how he wrote this oh my god oh he's probably a white man and her husband's a black man maybe but he's white yeah. <laughs> for sure Jesus, man. Whew. Okay, first of all, first of all, what, Tia, please tell me that I'm wrong. I know I said this already. 
But are you laying in the bed while a nigga fingers you and you jacking them off? Like, what? what is the point no. of mutual masturbation pa- past middle school? Like, at that point, you need to just fucking get it over with. Like, I, I can't trust yeah. you no more. Like, what? what is all that about? <laughs> well, you know, some people, especially when you're a virgin... Like, it's kind of the same. Like, you feel like if you don't have penetrational sex, then it's not the same. Like, if the dick doesn't go in the penis, it's not the same. So maybe they felt like before they actually had sex, it's just, like, getting each other off wasn't as bad. You know, it wasn't really cheating. You know? I don't know. No, first of all, that that's some, that's some middle school shit. I swear, if somebody presented some shit like that to me, I'm going to look at you and be like, girl, if you don't put this motherfucking dick in your mouth, I'm getting the fuck up out of here right now. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, no good. Yes. Listen, I'm I'm a grown ass man. There's only so much jacking off in the world that you can do. Like that shit ain't even like I can do that shit myself like that. You better spit on it. You it, For me to be messing with you, you need to be doing some shit to my dick that I can't do to it myself. That's my opinion on it. And if you're not doing that, then what? The, then we we wasting both each other's time at this point. You need to be well, doing some shit to the, to my dick that I can't do to my, to it myself. I'm telling you. <laughs> here's my thing. If first you need to find out if the sisters are going to snitch. If she got her sisters in check and they're not going to snitch, then I think her presenting the open relationship to her husband without him knowing that. He, you are the one that she wants to be in an open relationship with may kind of take the heat away from you. Now, if he agrees to this open relationship, then maybe when he goes back (laughs) or if he, if he's not back home would be the best way to say, you know what, you know, such as, such has been my friend for a while. I may want to start the open relationship off with them because I'm more comfortable with them. Like you got to, Make him feel like it's the only way that you would feel comfortable, or the wife will feel comfortable doing. So you want her to gaslight the nigga? Not gaslight. That's not gaslighting. I know. I'm just. I'm. I'm just talking about shit. The situation a little bit. (laughs) Just finessing it. Um, as far as you getting your ass whooped, I don't. I don't know. You need to learn how to fight. Like, if that's your concern, nigga. If you if you man enough to fuck somebody else's wife, you need to be man enough to come with what this all the smoke that comes with it. Like this, and yeah. we just talk like this whole week is about beta males and shit like this. Like, come on now. Like this is beta or, male shit right here for sure. Like you so so you willing to help her sneak around and cheat, but you not willing to take take the motherfucking ass. Well, he ain't gonna kill you. Well, maybe he does. I don't fucking know. But like you knew that her husband was in military training. You knew what you was getting yourself into. Every time you lay down with that woman, there's a chance that nigga may walk in the door and beat your motherfucking ass. Like, I don't get how at this point you can have sex if you're so worried about getting your ass beat. Every stroke could be a death for you. Like, I don't I don't understand it. I hope y'all not fucking in her house, because that's the other thing. If he can walk through the door at any point, you not, you... Remember the rules to cheating that I talked about? This mm-hmm. would go hand in hand with that. But best friend or not, you are a person of the opposite sex and her husband is states away trying to make her and her family's life better. You do 
she need to come to your house or y'all need to go to a hotel. Because if that man walk in the house randomly and see your ass in that bed with her, it's a wrap. And like you said, he got to be ready to take whatever smoke come with that. But you don't cheat with a married person in there, in their house? Like, what the fuck? See, y'all thought I was tripping about that rules to cheat, and that shit is real. <laughs> that shit is mad real. You do not do that shit. My... Nope. This nigga said mutual <laughs> masturbation, and they grown as fuck. You still on that? I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Something about my brain will not let me get past this. I know, it's childish. Like, I'm so... I'm just... Well, he's asking nigga, for a way this out. Nigga's, this nigga is asking for a way out of getting his... St- like, move. Join the military yourself. Like, I don't know. Get, get deployed. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, fam. Go get your HQM. <laughs> In case you gotta shoot back. <laughs> Jesus. Duh, God, shoot it. take you about four weeks. So I hope you don't get caught up within four weeks. That shit is <laughs> hilarious, man. Hilarious. Mm. God damn. He's really worried about that ass whooper, too. Like, that is like. He sound real concerned. <laughs> <laughs> he like, look, the fact, the fact is, look, so the end of this email, he's basically saying that he's not even enjoying sex with her right now, but the only reason he's going to go ahead and keep fucking her is because then he's worried that she's going to tell her husband and then he's really going to beat it, beat his ass. Like, this motherfucker that got himself all fucked up. Like, this is the most fucked up situation. But why is he scared? Like, would, would you have been scared if he wasn't in the military? Or is the fact that he's in basic training scare you more? No. From the, from the tone of this letter, that motherfucker just afraid to fight in general. Like... But don't fuck with somebody's girl if you can't fight. That's it. That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. And I hope you get your ass whooped just to learn the lesson. Because I feel like sometimes you got to learn the hard way. And this is one of them ones where you got to learn the hard way. So you either going to have to move or just get your ass whooped at this point. There you go. Well, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. All right, Tia. We got one more email left. Go ahead and read this last email. Oh, Lord. I have a boyfriend who's been sending another girl memes on Instagram. But, so my boyfriend has been sending another girl memes on Instagram. I'm totally okay with that, of course. But, not only did he not tell me he was doing that, there was also a lot of deleted messages between them. Like, a bunch. He knows I know about the messages because I found them when I was messing around on his phone one day, but I have yet to ask him about all the deleted messages. Should I be worried? He's also my first boyfriend, so I'm a little new. I'm a little new to a lot of this stuff. Girl, drop that nigga and keep it moving. Martha, wait, does it show? So you can see when somebody deletes messages on Instagram? It shows? I know it does on Facebook Messenger. I don't know that it does it on Instagram, too. It'll say uh, removed or deleted or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I honestly didn't know. Um, I think, and, I, and you know, I don't like doing the whole age ageism thing, right? I don't know the age. She didn't put it in the email or whatever. But I think just by the tone of this, like you saying it's your first boyfriend. Listen, you're gonna you're gonna save yourself a lot of heartache if you learn very early on at the sign of some some red flags. Get the fuck up out of it. Yep. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, I know me personally, I ain't never deleted a message that couldn't incriminate some shit on me. <laughs> Period, point blank. Exactly. 
what what are you deleting it for? If it, if it ain't going to cause no problems, no issues, or not reveal something you don't want to be revealed, ain't no point in deleting this shit. So right then, if you see deleted messages, get the fuck up out of there. That's it. Don't, don't even argue. Don't have a long, drawn-out conversation unless he's, like, apologetic and, and, and comes to the saying, look, I messed up. This is what happened. I want to apologize. I want us to get better. If he's not saying that, that motherfucker needs to go, period. Listen. Not to plug TAS, but on The Awakened Soul, right? I did a segment this week. It was this girl on Twitter. She asked men for relationship advice. Her name was ARP14 underscore. There's a whole thread, probably maybe like six, 7,000 comments of men giving advice to women. A lot of these men were telling these women, if a man cheats on you, or if you don't trust him, leave him. Do not give him the benefit of the doubt. Do not give him a second chance. That's men saying that. I need you to go look at that thread and then make your decision from there. But that's the red flag, sis. First boyfriend or not, that's the red flag. Too many things to see. Go to the next step. It's too many people out here for us to sit around and try to make something work if a motherfucker can't. Like, and let, let me, I'm not against forgiving cheating. I'm not. I, and I understand that sometimes relationships can get better and be stronger if if it's done correctly and you both are doing the work to try to get over cheating. But what I will say, that shit is rare. That shit is probably a a, a one out of a one out of ten a ten times that some that both people can do the work because not only does the cheater definitely has probably more work to do, but there's also the person who who got cheated on that has work to do as well, um, to get over stuff mentally and to trust again. Very rarely can that shit be mended again. I'm just being a hundred percent honest with you. It happens. Jay Z and Beyonce, I guess, is a good example of it, of it working for people, but at the same time, them motherfuckers got money. It's not okay. worth the shit. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, it ain't worth the headache. Move on. Especially it being your first boyfriend. Listen, that means that thing's still tight. Never mind. Let me stop before I get in trouble. Ah! <laughs> oh, you're crazy. Girl. <laughs> Move the hell on. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Ignore that last comment. Because <laughs> listen, you can have a few partners and it'll still be, you know. Move on. <laughs> oh. oh, my Jesus. Ooh, that is hilarious. Oh. You've been on Lord. Listen, I told you at the end of last week's show, I was so fucking tired when we recorded last week. I got nothing but energy today. I had the full, <laughs> you got the full smoke today. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I said that no. shit though, too. Because <laughs> you're crazy. You, uh, you know it's bad when you say some shit that catches you off guard, but you the motherfucker that said it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. With, I agree with everything T said. Like to our points earlier, it's it's really, it, it it's it's something going on there. And if you try to have tried to talk to him about it and he's acting like you're tripping, then guess what? Go trip by your motherfucking self and drop that dude. Like this real talk. Like we got to stop being afraid to be alone. And I know seriously, when it's your first serious relationship, it is this sense of fear of like, well, it's my first. I don't want to let it go. I don't want to go. Listen, 
very rarely do first serious relationships turn into anything other than a lesson. And that's just being real. So. And let me just tell you, this is your first relationship. If you bring this to his attention and he makes it seem like you're crazy and you're tripping, he's gaslighting you and he don't give a fuck about you. Move even more reason to move the fuck on. Don't never stay with nobody that make you feel like when you bring something to the table about how you feel and it's very valid, especially when they're the one wrong and they try to put it back on you and make it seem like you crazy. Don't fuck with nobody like that. You don't have and to have a long drawn out conversation. Just get up and walk off. Don't say shit. Lady got the ponytail today, so you know she ain't fucking playing. She got her Cleo from um, <laughs> set it off to get to the day. She ain't playing with these motherfuckers today. I'm letting y'all know, so take that advice very seriously. <laughs> it's nothing I hate worse than a motherfucker that insults my intelligence. When you have like the evidence right there in front of you, and they make you seem like you crazy or you tripping or you the one that's losing it and oh it's not that serious and they downplay it that will turn a crazy switch in me so fucking fast I can't don't deal with nobody like that sis keep it knowledge well that that's it wow what's that face Oh, I had I was about to say something wild. I had to refrain myself. That's what that was. That was me holding back the crazy. I think I've said enough this I don't want to get us shut down. So that was me holding back that comment. So No good. <laughs> but that's it. This is the this is the first episode of Love Less and Badass Soul since me and Tia joined that she has not had her titty crack out. She got it on an actual t shirt. So I feel some, like I get it. Is it? Yep. One time I had on a pink Adidas t-shirt. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Because my titties went out. That's why you didn't remember it. You so, will remember the titty ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when, when your titty crack out, it just reminds me of, like, I could just, like, spit on it real quick and fuck the shit out of them. Oh, my gosh. Me and spit. Oh, yeah. You're right. So, yeah. I, I'll... I put on a, silico- a silicone-based lube for you. That's that's cool. Don't even worry about. It. <laughs> Better. <laughs> All right, we're getting the fuck up out of here. Uh, lady, go ahead and give me your social media so they can follow you. You can follow me on Instagram at the first lady d a f i r s t underscore l a d i. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, lovelustandbas at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail instead of writing in, I think some people are just afraid. I think, like, with the questions we get, I can see why they don't leave voicemails because they don't want their voice to be identified at all, especially old boy who's afraid to get his ass beat. But if you do want to leave a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one. The adult podcast in the land. We out this bitch. Peace. As the clock strikes 12, I'm sitting here wondering how the hell did I let you leave? And baby, I know that I did my share of things to deceive you. I'm just trying to get an understanding of what.